Between the Covers, a series designed around who and what can be done and achieved by patients, planning and working in a community of like-minded, successful people. This podcast series is for anyone looking at becoming a successful published author and those looking to understand the mind of a writer and the goals of a publisher. Proudly sponsored by Shoreline Publishing. Welcome and enjoy. Uh, my name's Andrew Hood. I'm an author. And today I'm having an interview with Bradley Shaw, who is the managing director of Shoreline Publishing Group. And I have 10 questions that I think a lot of authors would love to uh, get answers to. So I want to thank you for your time, Bradley. Thank you for joining the interview and, uh, and spending time with us today. You're most welcome. Thanks for asking. All right. My, my first question, uh, are all publishers the same? And how, if not, how are they different? It's a big question to start with. It is. It is um, quite involved. Um, I think every publishing, I mean, there's different levels, agency and publisher. Um, publishing has changed a lot in the last 30 to 40 years, that's for sure. Um, so I think historically people recognise traditional publishing as the publishing industry, um, as an identifiable, identifiable entity. They produce mass books, they create mass um, mass uh, sales profiles and promotions in store so they're always in your you know they've got a lot more backing um, they're a lot more established um, as well so they have resources um, uh, that, that help the industry um, but they also have a very small funnel for authors to gain access to um, and that's that's probably where in the last 20 years more predominantly you've seen the shift into a self-publishing or what they call a vanity publishing uh, vein so everything sort of changed um, into that level, which was more publishing became, I guess, um, an access of independent or individuals could publish themselves. The internet became a big access and resource to that. Yep. But then that created another uh, funnel of mass production of lesser quality. So what happened was the evolution was we had an overwhelm of self-published books that didn't uh, present the quality. So resellers had to restrict their access and traditional publishers had to control the market again by uh, filtering through and cre keeping credibility. And that's what authors right. began to lack in okay. the self-publishing industry. Yeah. Then, then there was not so long ago, an industry created or a piece of that created, which is a midstream called hybrid publishing. Okay. And that's where the author and a publishing agency that recognises the effectiveness of the marketing, the strategy of quality, the strategy of services needed, and the author work together in a partnership to develop the book into the marketplace and put it into a position that recognises the author's credibility and puts it into an affordable and, uh, I guess, desirable outside of the self-published um, tsunami um, and still keeping it within the means of, of, of author author credibility and profile, I guess you'd say, of developing that uh, okay. writing style. So that became, what well, has become, another level, um, yeah. which is more, again, controlling the self-publishing and helping self-published authors gain access to, to, to mediums they don't get. So um, I guess we, we had this big industry, right? If I just summarise yeah. that, we had this big industry that could uh, keep control of the quality, but then mm -hmm. doing so, they're only able to let a certain amount of 
talent shine through or go through the process. And then Absolutely. the internet allowed this expanse of everybody who wanted to publish a book could. The problem yep. is maybe some of them shouldn't, uh, you know, or, yep. or didn't have the same quality, which then caused this issue, which is where that middle ground has sprung up. Well, that's right. And I yeah. think um, I think the, the challenge too for self-publishing and the internet was um, that there was a lot of vulnerability also created for authors that they didn't know about. And a lot of people got caught out, um, especially from foreign entities like uh, yeah. countries access other countries without the legal precedence of, of publication rights um, and other things that open doors like Pandora's box really and a lot of authors get stung uh, with no receipts, no royalties, no um, control over the developments and um, and it really, yeah, so I think um, hybrid industry created a, a different type of strategy where they could focus on local development of okay. authors and work within the local laws of a country. Um, and it restricted a lot of access overseas, which was good for controlling, um, you know, again, a portion of the publications that were in the market. Are there things that authors should be wary about when they're searching for a publisher? Like when they pull up that list of 50 publishers on Google and they they intend to, you know, contact every single one of them, is there something, that should, should they have some sort of filter that they use first? Yes, uh, I do believe they should. Uh, for me, I would recommend or encourage them to look at transparency, um, how contactable the company is, how uh, upfront and forthright they are. Um, and, and that's important because if you can't, if you're putting something of yours in trust to someone and you can't communicate with them, like needing answers, effective response, uh, clear, um, there's a lot of challenges for authors um, in the marketplace. They're going to get hit with a lot of thoughts and um, and it's isolating, so a publisher should be as supporting as possible. Um, so I think transparency and communication are important. Yep, great. Um, I think the legality too, the structure of their professional presence um, on the marketplace as well. Uh, yep. It falls under transparency, so as long as their legal documentation is in place. Um, and I guess, um, yeah, what their, their alignment to your goals as well. So I think authors should be involved in the process of publishing. I think you should, should, should have a say in, in being published. And I think the author needs to be um, able to, to request that uh, and understand that and make sure that part of the agency's operation is available to the author. Uh, the commission, the royalty return is available and high to the author. Yep. Um, but also the marketing, the, the agency has the establishment and placements to really not just put online and post it like anyone else can do on their own, but really have placements for bookstores or, or areas where, where books can be found um, clearly and within credible, credible places. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So those aspects, I think credibility, transparency and legality um, are important in the marketing concept. Do they just print the book and then give you a PDF on how to do it yourself or do they do it for you? So what elements do you need as a writer to get yourself out in the market? That's great. That's good advice. Mm. So so let's turn it on. Let's turn it back on to you and your company. What, what do you look for when you're looking at authors, when, when they approach you? What, what sort of... Uh, what, what sort of um, uh, values are you looking for? Is it is it all about the book? Is it about the author? Is it you know wh where do you focus? Um, to be honest, it is uh, for us as an agency. Uh, it's about the author's attitude. Mm -hmm. um, I think the less pretentious and less um, ignorant they portray themselves being, is the more potential they've got to align to a collaborative force and create that benefit for themselves into the market. Okay. Um, I think if if 
if they have the pretext they want to make a lot of money and have a bestseller and they want to be the biggest and best and they've got things locked in their mind because they've done some internet research and the gospels told them that this is the way that they should do it and they don't agree with the publisher's alignment then that makes it very tricky for us and we don't really need the challenges if the author has these things they want they can't get from us then that's fine they go there's others out there that probably will um so for us it's really about the personality and the and the knowledge or or the attitude of the author Um, because we want to build our author profile first yeah Um, because if we have a good author profile and we have a good um, impression and they're friendly and they're sociable at book signings and they're 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 uh, keen just to just to be involved yeah then have a higher level of success initially regardless of the book sales because the first step are getting an author profile out there um, it's like uh, Henry Ford used to say, is he doesn't sell cars, he sells the brand of Ford. Right. It's about having the image of the author created and yep. then the, just sort of become a part of a reader's identity to that author. Mm-hmm. We don't know every Stephen King book, but we see his name in a bookstore and we go, ah, Stephen we King. We know what that's like about. Yeah, yeah. We it's know his brand. brand. Yeah. And I think and that, was, that was an interesting thing for me when I was first looking around is that I had a lot of, um, well, publishers were prepared to talk to me and have a a discussion with me, and it seemed to take more precedence than the book itself. And I Mm -hmm. was sort of like, you know, what about the book? How great is the book? And they're like, we'll get to the book, but we're just getting to know you. And that was quite an interesting interesting aspect. The thing is, is you can create the product. If the person has the right attitude and there's enough elements in the books um, information. You can you can get an editor. You can keep working on it for six yeah. months until it's right. You can create the cover. You can create uh, variables. You can create profiles of marketing. But everything stops. That as soon as you put that author in front of an, a radio station or a TV station or um, in other writers groups and they're doing a speech and their attitude just comes across pure arrogance, detested, yeah. unacceptable, you know, or they're politically incorrect or they're just not the right fit for themselves in an authorship profile. But uh, some of them yeah. might think that their job's done, right? They've written the book, yeah. they give it to the publisher and then they count the cash. Is that, is that yeah. how it works? Well, that's what John Steinbeck did. So, you know, <laughs> some, I mean, he refused interviews. He disappeared after his first book and he just went, yep, yeah, I'm out. Just yeah. send the checks and to this address. Thanks very much. Check. And <laughs> got movie rights, he got everything, became synonymous as being infamous. And that was about his biggest you know, he wrote one book, but wow. um, his, his attitude sold it a different way. But um, I don't think that works for every writer. The reality is not yeah. that way. He did write a good book, so the evidence was in his talent, but his attitude right. was probably not the best for a marketing profile. Sure. Um, today's competitive edge, um, your attitude is everything. Um, mm. It's not just yeah. about being online. You've got to be prepared to be offline um, and really step up. And I think that's where we look at authors in that capacity. And I'm not saying that every author has to have a certain dynamic, it's just attitude. It can be simple, it can be pleasant, it can be open and, and work with. Um, but yeah, all at the end of the day, we're all in it to make a little bit of money back uh, and just have a little bit of presence in the market. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers. Produced by Shoreline Publishing.